This is a small city. Just north of the big city. Built on brickyards, factories, and small businesses. With a rich history and strong roots. And this is a podcast. That serves to tell our story. Share our experience. And celebrate our community. This. This. Is Beacon. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to This is Beacon. Um, today, we are doing a little bit of a different um, spinoff. We are going to go through what we're going to be calling the Weekend Roundup, right? So in case you missed it, here are some cool things that happened this past weekend, you know, really starting to get the word out and, and so folks feel connected to what's going on in the community. But first, uh, let's tell everybody who's here. I'm here. Ruben here. <laughs> you came in like Batman. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't even point to anybody. Uh, Brandon. Paul. And so Paul is probably a new voice for you guys. Paul is another board member here on I Am Beacon. Um, so he's come to join us today. Thanks for coming. No problem. And a little disclaimer before we get started, please don't be upset if you don't hear about maybe if you had an event that we didn't know about or we didn't hear about. Um, we're trying to put out there as much things as we know, but uh, never hesitate to reach out to us uh, on our Facebook page or on our website, www.imbeacon.org, and uh, help keep us informed. Yeah, that's, that, yeah. that's what this perfect. is all about. That's what this is all about. Uh, you know, the, the why behind the eye, the self-accountability, help out here. Yeah, and you know, keep hold us accountable too, right? So, you know, just like Ruben just said, it's it's all it's all love. It's all about positivity and, and making sure that your voice is heard and, and, and your efforts are definitely reaching the masses, right? So, you know, we say here all the time is that you know feedback is a gift. <laughs> so we welcome it all. Um, so first things first, I think, you know, you know, goes without saying, but kids went back to school this week. So first and foremost, want to give shout outs to all Beacon teachers, parents, faculty, administration. Um, personally, um, my daughter went back to school, so I know she was super excited. Um, but I do know that not not all kids feel the same way going back to school. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, Brandon, from your work, like what are some of the, you know, anxieties, challenges that you've, you've been hearing about? So a lot of it is just, I think just a lot of the anxieties just been about the overall school year, like what education is going to look like, what the school year is going to look like. Um, I actually, you know, visited a few clients this week and kind of sat down with them as they were doing their schooling. And I will say the schools definitely are in a better place than they were last spring with kind of what the guidelines are going to be. It seem like they have a better understanding of um, what the kids can and can't do, at least from what I've seen. Um, I think my big thing I've been telling a lot of parents is as parents, I think you guys need to set the expectations as well that the school can't be expecting these kids to be doing uh, school-based work at a school-based level at home. Like, it's just, it's it's really hard um, for so many reasons. You know, it confuses the kid because now the kid goes from having, you know, kids are one way in school for a reason. That structure yeah. teaches them how to uh, interact and things like that. Their teachers, they look at them in a certain way as well, too. Like, they're an authority figure, but they are separate from mom and dad, from, you know what I mean? So to, to take those two roles and try to combine them for a kid is really confusing. So I think, you know, parents need to find a balance themselves to kind of push in their kid, but also not, you know, confusing them too much to where they get frustrated yeah. and get too overwhelmed with 
you know, because home is supposed to be a relaxing place. Mm-hmm. So to have that kind of pressure with you, I think, you know, every, everyone needs due diligence on our own mental health, but also kind of watching our kids, too. And even with the kids that are that are going to school, uh, what I've noticed with my daughter is getting in the routine once you get home. Yeah. They're, they're, she's not used to it. So, you know, 2019, in the beginning of the year, it was you go to school, you come home, you do your homework, bath, bed. Now she gets home and it's homework time and it's just it's been a little challenging getting her back in that routine yeah yeah and i mean that comes with transitioning from summer into school anyway so there's those issues and then you put on the educating from home and things like that so i mean from what i've seen kids they're nervous but i think they're um Kids are a lot tougher than we remember. Like I think, as kids, we were all tough, and we kind of forget that sometimes. Resilient. We, yeah, okay. resilient. Very strong word in the in the mental health field. Um, but there's, I'm seeing a lot of resiliency in kids, and I do think that kind of being home has motivated some kids to be more like outgoing and just maybe more attentive in in school, just knowing what they're getting into. Um, but it's going to be a journey, you know, and I think uh, so far it seems like it's been a good start here in New York from what I've seen in Putnam County, what I've heard about in Dutchess County. Um, and I, I think I'm getting the sense they're going to kind of just be addressing things as they go, which I think is the right thing to do. Like, I, we need more out of the box thinking with this whole school thing. Yeah, you I know, agree. and um, you guys all have perspectives because you guys have kids. I don't even have kids. So um, I'm not kind of on the outside looking. But you in. have nieces. And yeah. 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 Nieces and, and, and we also had to babysit. Um, yeah. So you're feeling this. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so I've seen how with the schooling, the virtual learning, I'm seeing like how the kids are adapting to it. Are, are they really like getting the lessons? I found myself like listening to the teacher more than the kids sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I, I didn't read that book. Like, you know, this is interesting, you know. So, but um, I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, Matt Landau, the city of Beacon superintendent. He's quoted in the Beacon Free Press as, uh, quote, it looks different, it feels different but it's good to be back, end quote. And um, some of the things that I was hearing about the different communities and the different uh, school districts, Beacon is like one of the only schools that were looking to do this hybrid. A lot of uh, school districts just went straight virtual, weren't going back into the uh, yeah. in, into the school. Well, they, I think they had plans to, but then as it got closer, it, it was like, I don't know if we can do this. Yeah, like, so, so yeah. Like that, that was a lot of stuff that I was hearing. I was like, well, Beacon's still in this bubble yeah. of... Oh, they're going to do it. They, they put a plan in place. They're going to try it at least. And other school districts were like, went straight virtual. Yeah. Um, so so I, 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 I applaud that type of leadership because, yeah, this is all new stuff. Like you said, we're going to need out-of-the-box thinking. And we're, we're going to have to try things. But I don't want to – I don't say that in where, well, let's try with guinea pigs. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, we're, yeah. We're going to have to be responsible and, and with, with all the safety protocols and everything because COVID is still alive it's and still well. It's still real, yeah. You know? Yep, yep. Yeah. So, but um, it's it, – I kind of get into like the old, um, older, wiser mindset of, you know, we still got to live though. Like, yeah, we, we, yeah. Can't, we can't fear every day. You know, my dad used to always tell me like, you got to live your life. You know, you can walk outside and get hit by a bus, son. You yeah. Know what I'm Stuff yeah. like that. So it's like, yo, we, we just got to be smart and responsible how we move forward. And I just applaud everybody in the school district from the parents to the faculty, to the staff, to the maintenance crew, to the bus drivers, to everyone, because I'm sure that the communications might 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 even get misinformation or mm-hmm. might get lost but uh, th- this is definitely something that um we're gonna have to move t- together as a as, as a full community. Yeah, you know? yeah. Even people outside the school district themselves, you know, and I and I applaud them for the efforts that they're doing right now. Yeah, no, I I I want to put an exclamation point on that because it's like, you know, 
and so often we we get into this world where we want to get the we want to get to the 100 percent the right answer mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and that does take true leadership to say no you know what we're going to do we're going to be flexible we're going to be safe we're going to do everything that we can but we're going to be flexible to not only you know us trying to understand what the new norm is but mm-hmm. also to be conscious of we're going to provide the space for the parents to be involved as well right so like parents have the opportunity to choose 100 percent virtual for their child or the hybrid approach or you know so like having that flexibility exactly. like if, yeah wow like yeah. thank you beacon school district like shout out to you guys for doing that um and you know again like the second thing that i'll do is i uh, put that exclamation point on is the fact that it does take a village and it's all of us that are you know really leaning in i also saw this week that they're giving out the free meals they're still available the access mm-hmm. is there mm-hmm. so um if you didn't get you know either the alert on your phone or the email <laughs> um the meals are available district wide so yeah. um definitely make sure you reach out to make sure that you're you're um leveraging that too because we know food safety is another issue here in the community so yeah so all things back to school we're here we're in it yep it just it came so fast yes like it came so fast like i remember last spring just telling parents like let's just get to the summer let's just get to the summer just put your head down and just truck through and let's get here yeah the funny thing is you said that it came so fast but you had more time to prepare it wasn't like that you just had the summer off like well yeah yeah seven months it it was yeah yeah, i mean it really was i know i know this this summer was was weird like talking to kids like it's been just so many kids have been excited to come back to school which is just that's new to me like just seeing so much excitement behind kids because they're looking for that interaction that structure whatever school provides that's what kids are looking for so you're you're right this summer has been a lot of work and that's kind of what the work we've been doing is kind of saying like yeah we got to work but you also got to have time to kind of have because this is summer break yeah like you know what i mean like you can't just be stuck in this mode all the time because you're going to miss out on things you know but Saying all that, it's like I looked at, you know, the calendar this week, and I'm like, it's September 8th. Yeah. Like, yeah. holy cow! Like 2020 yeah, in September. Yeah. 2020 yeah. coming to an end. Um, one 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 point I just want to touch on too, because you know I was an athlete in school, so um, a lot of the sports is what kept me in school, and you know I do a lot of coaching now, and we didn't have our seasons, we didn't have Beacon Hoops this year, we didn't have the the Pop Warner program yeah. this year, but one thing that I wanted to all the listeners to know and parents if you're out there listening is make sure that you're keeping your kids active you know i'm I'm highly interested in seeing how athletes are going to rebound with an off season like this yeah you know and um yeah what does conditioning look like in the world where i don't have practice yeah Yeah. so 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 i encourage them to stay stay out there and i know some of these some seasons are getting canceled because they're high risk sports and stuff like that um you know Sometimes when I look at it, it's kind of like the part of life, you know. Like like when I was talking to my dad again about the situation and stuff, I was like, you know, you never got to fit, play on field turf. There, there, there's 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 certain situations that, 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 that come on. up yeah. that you're gonna yeah. miss out on. Like, like yes, this, yes, this blatantly sucks, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> at, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's life, and and, and I, I like to take everything as a life lesson, you know. And and just make sure you get through it, and we'll we'll, we'll look forward to hopefully a better tomorrow you know and and if things do come back to normal and we do rebound and you get back out there on the field or get back out there in that court or what shape are you going to be in yeah yeah Uh, yeah. 
you know. Well, the one good thing um, to talk on that is Beacon Soccer Club is moving forward. Their season starts uh, next Saturday. Yeah, I saw the kids yep. practicing this week. Yep. So I'll yeah, get my roster up. this week. Madison will get her schedule, and at least we'll have something. Yeah, yeah. It's important. I, I do think, you know, having something going on. Like, I, I think it's been dope to, like, the bowling alleys have, like, kind of opened up. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, something that kids can go and do yeah. in a safe way. And I'm a little upset that arcade isn't open, but that's just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll pa- we'll put a pin in that for another podcast on things yeah. we wish we could be doing right now. Um, yeah, so the other thing that happened this weekend is the Label Foundation, which is connected to, you know, kind of bridges off of education and, and giving back. Uh, the Label Foundation did have their uh, backpack giveaway this weekend, this Saturday, and I was able to stop by and, and see that. And they had, you know, they had a lot of backpacks, number one, and I love the diversity of the backpacks that they did have. And then, you know, if you listen to our our episode with John John um, you know the label foundation does it right they're not about you know what's the lowest common denominator you know they really show up with nice quality um, giveaways and and that's what I saw there on Saturday yeah, and I think it was a scheduled four-hour event, like a 12 to 4, and I think they got rid of everything that they need in, in, within that time frame. I think everything they brought, uh, I think I saw a post somewhere saying that everything that they brought was given away, which I think is... That definitely applauds their efforts, you know. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to the Label Foundation. And uh, today, I think they're also doing uh, haircuts. Uh, they partnered with uh, a new barbershop in Beacon, and um, they're doing uh, haircuts for kids today. So shout out to them for having a busy weekend and um, giving back. Yeah, staying committed to everything that they said they were going to do and, you know, thinking outside the box as well, right? Like, because, you know, you think about the things that they have been doing. First, it was the the clothing drives and things like that. Now, pivoting to backpacks as we get back to um, uh, back to school. And then now the haircuts, right? Like, I, I definitely feel like they're listening, right? We talk a lot about having that, what we call local intelligence, yep, right? Yep. What are the, the true needs of the community? And I think this haircuts is one of those things that you don't feel think about naturally right like how important it is to someone to be able to do that for their kids or themselves mm-hmm. um and so shout out to them for just for putting that together and uh, the barbershop is Pacha's barbershop uh Pacha's barbershop located on 4 south chestnut street in beacon new york so shout out to those uh shout out to that establishment as well yeah big shout out because i I don't even. I'm not even sure if he's been open a month. So just to be getting right into it, getting right into yeah. um, business in, in Beacon and giving back, back to the community. You will fit in here for yeah. sure. <laughs> so I don't know if it's the spirit of the community of like maybe that's even what brought him here or, or if he has that, but I, um, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing that happened this weekend, you may have seen folks either riding bikes or walking with, with these beautiful green shirts on uh, for ASICA Foundation. So they did um, a Get Physical event this Saturday. Yeah, 2020 Get Physical. Um, shout out to uh, his mother, uh, Pam Howard. Um, she uh, started the foundation to keep his um, memory alive. And also, she also been doing a lot of uh, home workouts and uh, weekly workouts on her Facebook page, uh, trying to inspire people. And um, yeah, the yesterday was the first uh, event that she opened up for people to j- just get physical, get active, just do something. Don't, don't, don't get caught up with staying at home. And, yeah. Uh, 
So, and um, I'd also say that this was an event that you may have seen in Beacon, but it was actually, you know, in more locations than one. Yeah. So yeah. something that we were a actually, part of. Yeah, and it's spearheaded. Uh, she actually, she currently lives in uh, Maryland, and um, her older son lives in California. And if some of you guys remember, and some of the work that we've done in years past, the Rock Out for Mental Health, uh, we touched a lot on this, and. Um, Anthony's dream was always to perform and like the music that we used to do when we were younger to perform down in uh, Riverfront Beacon, you know, so like um, I wanted to make that dream still happen, you know, so um, we did the Rock Out for Mental Health last year. Uh, This year they did the Get Physical. I actually hiked the mountain, you know, I took that as my... uh, that, that, that's how I wanted to get physical. Mm-hmm. On, yeah, uh, I was able to. My daughter, my mother, and I, we we joined the walkers. <laughs> we walked down at the riverfront, which was, it was a beautiful walk. Um, and then a few folks, uh, they did the um, the bikes, right? Because there's a bunch of people on bikes that, that went over the Beacon Bridge, which was awesome. Yep. And then uh, and, and shout out to his older brother. They were out in California. So they had the events in California, Maryland, and Beacon. Yeah. The family is originally from, from uh, Beacon. They moved to Maryland, and the older brother lives in California now. So shout out to them and the work that they put in and I was just happy to be a part of it and help out the way that we can. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to say that, you know, that's also the beauty of Beacon, right? You know, it doesn't matter where you end up. When you're so, from Beacon, yeah. you're still very much yeah. connected. We, you know, you're still Beacon's own. You know, Beacon will still stand up for you and and support you no matter where you are. And in the reverse too, right? How many people that have left Beacon, and they come back to us and say, "Hey, like I saw what you guys yeah. are doing. I want to get a part of it. So I yeah. just want to like put yeah, a pin you know, on that for and, sure." And and, and, that, and that's kind of like the funny thing with, with with even Anthony himself. You know, what I'm saying like if you, if you got to meet Anthony, you know he had a spirit of gold and like he he was a godly oh, kid. Like yeah. always had a smile on his face and he identified so much with Beacon and he remind you he moved out of Beacon in like the elementary age Mm -hmm. so like he he didn't even experience the middle school he didn't experience the high school but every summer he came back he was with Beacon Hoop like he identified so much with Beacon like like, like, no like like this I know, home. I, know yeah. I live in Maryland and and, and and I got my people here yeah I'm I'm Maryland but but I'm Beacon like like to have the passion that he had for Beacon it was like to me it's a little amazing like like because I got it but I've always been here. You know, it's not like I, I yeah. was taken away at a yeah. young age and it's like you know, that I had to move into a communi- new community. And I, I don't know, it, 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 it kind of inspires me. And like, yeah, I think it's that, it's that, 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 I don't know, that, that, that beacon bubble we talk that about. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a draw here. There's yeah. a draw. But so. it's also, too, it's, there's, a, there's a spirit that makes you beacon, right? Like, Paul, you're not originally from no. Beacon, so what drew you in? Um, I was in the Navy on recruiting duty. This was my territory. Um, one of the guys I was in the Navy with um, was born and raised um, here in Beacon. Brought me out a couple of times to some of the restaurants, some of the bars, Main Street events, and there was just a vibe here. And I said, I'm moving here. Yeah. And uh, I've, I've left but not left. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, so those of you that are listening, whether you're from Beacon, in Beacon, spent time in Beacon, a visitor to Beacon, you know, we feel don't 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 get it twisted. We feel the vibe. We are all connected, and we always will be for sure. And that's why we always have a space for you at I Am Beacon. And um, a quick shout out. um, And I want to make sure that I give that shout out to. to Pam Howard again, and uh, she, the family is uh, the Powell family. I want to give a shout out to the Powell family and Beacon. And um, yeah, they- you guys did a great job yesterday. I enjoyed my time with you all. It, it was great. 
Um, so then the other thing, which is kind of exciting, um, this is a more on a business front. We did have a new business open up within the last week, uh, the bagel shop here on Main Street. Um, a quick story about that. Now, I'm going to have to go fact check on this. So I'm saying this again, disclaimer, you mm -hmm. might have to fact check me on this, but this is how information spreads in Beacon. I was just recently at the coffee shop and they shared this story with me. The barista there shared the story with me, said that the, the bagel shop, so the owners of the bagel shop are from the Fishgill bagel shop. That's mm -hmm. what I understand. Yep. Right? The Fishkill Bagel Shop that I call Fishkill Bagel. Yeah. Yes. I don't even think that's it's called the Bagel Shop. Yeah, the bagel so, shop. So, the small, so the thing that we're going to have to get him on the podcast to tell us the story about was that when he first bought that shop in Fishkill, it came with a Beacon location. Really? Yes. And he was like, well, I don't really see the business opportunity in Beacon. And so he shut that second one down in Beacon. And then now he's come back full circle. And he was like, man, I should have always kept that one open. That was the story that was oh, wow. just shared wow. with me. I wonder where it was. So wonder... now, now we got to get him on the podcast to learn, like, is that really the boomerang effect? Because, you know, in so many ways, again, like, not everybody remembers all of Beacon's history. And yeah. there was a part of Beacon where, like, you know, if I were a business owner, you probably would say, well, these boarded up buildings, yeah, uh, I'm going to bleed yeah. dollars. Yeah, I'm just, not going to survive. Just, just hearing you say that, that, that that's... Um, kicking back up the memories of when the town crier came to Beacon. You know, yeah, when the yeah. town crier was closing, um, they, they were, obviously they had they have a really big following. They, they, they got good music ads that they bring in. So so people were pushing them to stay open. And then people were like, well, why don't you try Beacon? Beacon's up and coming. And then I remember the stories, and um, you could fact check me too. But, yeah. they, but like the owners <laughs> were like, I've been to Beacon. I said I'll never go back to Beacon, yeah. stuff like that. Like, like yeah. no, it's not gonna work in Beacon. But then when he came to visit, he was like, he's like, this ain't the Beacon I seen. But those were the conversations I was having with everybody. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, people who were from the area, people who were from Poughkeepsie, were like, you know, the last time I was in Beacon, I said I'll never come back to this city. I, I remember I was talking to someone like years ago, like you know, like early two thousands, right? Wow, sound that sounds old. Um, about being from Beacon, and I remember they said to me, they were like, oh, uh, be a con. Like, oh, and I was oh, like, I've never heard that I, before. Yeah. Like, I was I so, like, taken back, and yes. I was just like, that's not true. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah. give, you, give you a little perspective here. Yesterday, I was running some errands with my mother, who's born and raised in uh, Newburgh, New York. Um, she doesn't get out much, um, but we had to drop my dog off on Main Street at the groomer to get groomed. It was Saturday, 1130, right before Packed. I see New York. Yeah. And... Uh, her jaw was dropped. She's like, "What is this place?" She's like, "We would never come here." Well, I'm gonna tell like, you, you need to get out, mom. Yeah. You need to get out. My jaw just dropped because you're like, I had to come to Vegan to the grooming place on Vegan yeah. to groom my dog. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's where I go. You got me in the open That's vegan where, mindset. I'm like, like dog, groom your dog. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's 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 it's, a, it's special right now. It's, it's, it, there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's also, too, like, it's just, you know, it's funny to hear how people react to the city, you know, because it depends on, one, how old they are, right, mm -hmm. because yeah. it shows at which time they would have engaged with the community and then for them to come back, right? So if they engage with the community when it wasn't so fun, right, it's hard to get them to even come into the community because they're like, I yeah. know what it was, yeah. and yeah. it's not that today. I want to go home at night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Which I'm going to be honest with you, right? Like, it's always been a little bit kind of confusing to me, right? So coming from Brooklyn, like where, where I grew up, right, and where I was born, it was really bad, right? So my perspective on things was just like coming up here was literally, like I said before, it was like coming into a movie. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, even the projects, I bet you were like, that is not a project. Yes. Yes. When I first learned about Davies and things like this, I was like, this is a really nice apartment complex. <laughs> like, like, this is really nice. And it was like, no, that's the hood. And I'm like, where? Like, where is it? I don't see it. But it's just, I've this always been. It's a beautiful building. I've always been fascinated with these kind of rumors and myths about the city. Like, even growing up here, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, growing up here, I don't know, maybe just because I was young and, and maybe I was well protected. You know, but yeah. I just never, ever had that sense. Like, yeah, I wasn't allowed to go past certain points. Like, you know, key food and stuff. Partially, like, talking to my mom recently, I always thought it was because she thought it was bad. It was because she didn't feel comfortable with me even being on Main Street. You. So that was like the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's where she trusted me to go to. Anything beyond that was outside of it her was radius. Your small mind was like, oh, it must be dangerous beyond Yeah, that. yeah. And it's yeah. just like, wow. So it's just like, you know, like, you know, we were, you were saying before we started recording how, like, history gets kind of, it, it trickles down and how things change over, you know, people's memories and things like that. So a lot of false false narratives like that yeah, going but also, around. Also, I like how you said that speaking to her now, you're getting her perspective. Yeah. At that time, you only had, well, this is what she told me and this is why I think she's telling me. Yeah, you know? exactly. Cause, cause yeah. I think that happens a lot, yeah. you know, and it's like, that's why I think the power of communication, you know, because like, you, I do a lot of things in the city, you know. Um, when, when, when I was a youth, I, I, I never felt like there was a place that I couldn't go. When we moved to Duchess Terrace, my mom was like, yeah, when you get to Willow Street, walk up Willow Street and then go to Oak Street and then come home. Don't continue down Main Street from Willow to Cross Street. And I'm like, mom, for what? Like, and then, and like, and in my mind, it was like, yeah, was, you know, it's a little dangerous over there. And I'm like, yeah, those are my homies, though. I know, wait, did, I, I go to school with them. Did like, you, did you like, listen? No. Wait, Duchess, yeah. Duchess, were you, wait, Duchess Terrace, that's that little. That's behind St. John's Church. Like, okay, so I lived, yeah, because I used to live right down the road from you guys in Colonial. Colonial Springs. Yeah, yeah. there's like, the, like yeah. right down the hill so, from you guys. So, so, so she wanted right. me to stop at Willow Street by the bank. And then go up to the like St. John's Church. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, 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 I could walk down the street. Those, those are my peoples. You know what I mean? What you, you know? But, like, but, but yeah, her perspective of, of, of coming through the 70s and the 80s. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, of, she had a reason to. And, 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 and those, those, those were time periods where the community was at each other. Yeah. You know, um, which uh, gratefully today we're not there. You know, we talk about the the um, counter protest that we did. We did a successful counter protest in the city, and then we we didn't get into what happened in the. It, yeah. I, but I truly believe it's because of that history. I know the history of the '70s, so I'm not going to repeat it today. We got problems today. We're going to deal with them. But I'm not going to repeat it in, in in the way that that it was it, it was held then, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You do you do learn from some things, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. I think it, I think it's funny that like you know from a business perspective, right? Like you go from a space where it's like, oh no, there's no opportunity there. Whereas yeah. today you see like there is there's a plethora of opportunity here you know for a lot of business owners and i think a business like the bagel shop i don't first of all let's just put a pause here for a second like i personally some days when i'm craving a good egg sandwich or something like that or you know i will get in my car and i will drive to fishgill because i will want their bagels or i will yeah. want their breakfast sandwich or whatever yeah. so thank you thank you for saving me the trip for by coming to me closer you know um it's yeah. a really, I mean, they have like a really good shop out there. So now I'm just excited that we're going to have that right here in yeah. our own backyard. Yeah. And I, I want to give a shout out to Beacon Bagel because I used to visit there often and they used yeah. to have a business there. They laid a foundation that, no, there is yes. bagel out there. My, my wife is still very sad about them closing. Yeah. Like she's never been the same ever since they, they had, closed. They, they, they had one of the best 
Yeah, the best everything bagels. That's what you would get. That's well, exactly what man, you would get. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, you. yeah. I would get I'm the cinnamon raisin. Bagel. I love their cinnamon yes. raisin bagels. Yeah, I'm but. a cinnamon raisin dude too. But that, and that's why and I wanted to make sure we gave them a shout out because they laid a platform for a bagel business. Yes. Because when they opened, I'm talking about from at least South Street. <laughs> to Teller and Fiscal Avenue smelt like an everything bagel yeah. when yes. they open in the morning, yes. you know. So, um, so it's good that a bagel, that the bagel shops here now, and I'm, I'm hoping we get that same stench yeah. of smell yeah. like, in that yeah. morning, you know. Yeah, no, and I'm glad you brought them up too because, um, you know, that was a good business. Like yeah. I, I enjoyed good community people. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 and and even like you know, as a vegetarian, they had a lot on the menu for that. So hopefully, the bagel shop continues continues that making yeah. sure that there's alternatives for folks like me out there options <laughs> yeah so um last thing I, you know we, you know we, we definitely have to touch on is that this weekend was kicked off by you know one of the most tragic events that have happened in the united states um uh September 11th, right? 9/11 was was just on Friday, and that's what kicked off the weekend. So just want to you know take a moment to like pause and reflect on you know, what that means for us as a country, what it's done to us, like, personally, right? Like, um, you know, first the first thing that comes to mind is, like, you know, we were in high school when that happened. I was, yeah, I was running, I was roaming the halls. I was in one of Yeah. It, it wow. Was, yeah, because it's one of those events where, like, everyone knows you where, knew where you were. Like, like yeah. I just graduated, you know, and I took all night classes at Duchess, so, like, I was in bed sleeping, and, like, so as soon as oh, I you woke up the, to the, this. Yeah, so now I turn on the new, and I'm like, just a movie like, like it just it just wasn't real to yeah, me like, yeah. like it, it was kind of like most things like i'm saying it didn't hit me till like a couple days later when like yo hold on this is going down right now and with, with us being in beacon and this happening an hour and a half south of us uh-huh. yeah and you know a lot of people that live in beacon work in the city right so like our uncle he worked in manhattan at the time you know so like it's one of those things where so many like there's so many moving parts right yeah. so when we, i remember when we were in school like there were some kids that were like yo my aunt my yep, you know yep, my mom yep, yep. My, you know like yeah. just that whole like panic of like what what you know i remember that the other thing i remember is getting home because i was i was a senior and i got out early mm-hmm. and i remember getting home glued to the tv right mm-hmm. um and then it was like when, do you remember that big uproar of folks being like, we have to donate blood and they need yeah. all the, like, yeah. I remember that just being like a big, huge thing. And like, but it was one of those things where, again, like everybody wanted, everybody wanted to act and but do what, something, but it was like, everybody, what, what do you do? Right. Yeah. Like this is so. That's, that's how I felt. Like there was a part of me that was like, yo, I want to get on the train right now yeah. and go down to this. And what was I going to do? I, I, nothing, <laughs> nothing. But I was just what? like, I just felt like. Superman. Something. Yeah. yeah. Like. I, yeah, and what's fun? What's funny is that to me, it didn't even happen until December, because I was in boot camp. I had no access to the news, to a TV, to a radio. Mm. All they said was, "There's a bombing in New York. Go call. You have ten minutes. Go call your family. Make sure everybody's good, and then wow. let's get back to business." So, so they didn't even give you any details. No, like, I didn't see. Where I, in New York? The, the like, first, yeah. the first picture I seen of the towers after you know Ground Zero was when my mother sent me you know old school 
postage mail, and it was the uh, front page of the record on September 12th. Oh, and man. I still have it. I still have it. And when, when did you get it? You didn't get it until like December? I didn't, I, no, I didn't, get, I didn't get that letter until probably first or second week of October. Um, and then I didn't actually get to like come home. Like I flew into LaGuardia on my birthday, actually, on December 20th. And then that's when I was like, wow, this really happened. Like it's gone. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Wow. So like, so that's, that's kind of interesting you say that, right? Because like, that's the other piece. Like, cause when you're at the end of high school, right? So like, I remember at the time, so you were talking about your friend who was from Beacon that introduced you to Beacon, Anthony Amato. I remember Anthony joined the Navy just months before, yep. right? So I remember like, you know, just my small circle of friends or whatever. Cause I had a group of friends that were also joining the Navy mm-hmm. that year. So shout out to Jessica Glotty, shout yep, out to yep. Tanina. Um, Anthony you know, Medina. So I definitely remember like a bunch of people in Beacon being like, oh my gosh, like, cause you know, it was a whole big thing about our military yeah. and supporting them and all of that. And I remember a lot of people like, just like having that, like that feeling of like, are they safe? Are they yeah, okay? Yeah. Are, you know, are, you know, and, and just talking with my friends, like, are you really going to join the military now? Like, we're about, like, we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Are you really about to go to war? Like, you know, so, like, there is definitely, like, even though we were young. Yeah. There was a lot of implications. Yes. Like, I mean, even, like, and I've kind of, I've tried to bring this up with you before, like, off mic, but, like, even, like, I remember I was planning our senior trip was such a debacle because wow Brandon <laughs> we won't go too much into this no yeah, but I, no we, but I, yeah. no but I'm just saying but like yes, I remember we w- there was a there was a whole debacle over like okay like well we were supposed to fly yeah so and that was yeah. like and I remember parents like my mom was like oh, I don't know Brandon yeah. <laughs> like I don't know yeah, if you're gonna so go just to, like, yeah to give you guys background so um Beacon High School class of 2002, we were the last graduating class out of the Beacon High School. The other thing about that class, and yes, I am biased because I am a part of that class, but also I was the class president for four years running. And, uh, and I want to say, like, our class, like, we just gelled so much, and we did so so much so so much good with one another. Like, I remember car washes. Like, whenever yep. we wanted to do something, we just did it, and we had a lot of fun doing it. And so the idea was that everybody wanted to go to um, Disney World for our class trip, like, really make it a big senior class trip. It, you know, Beacon wasn't known for, like, fun, great, amazing trips. And so that was a big one that we had going into it. So coming out of 9-11, as you can imagine, the red tape was yeah. was thick and rigid and not really helpful and bending to our favor right because not only not only parents but the administrator was yeah. like you know the administration the school board all they're like y'all are not getting on no airplane anytime soon yeah. so yeah like, and I, I remember mean, I wasn't I wasn't really mad either because I was kind of nervous <laughs> oh, about please. flying in no, general yeah. so when that happened I was just like hey, I don't know how many plane rides I don't know how many plane rides I had <laughs> leading up to that m- myself so you know yeah. not like I was super excited about it. But you know, it's but not for nothing. It kind of reminds me of right now. Like I mean, definitely not the same as COVID, mm-hmm. just shutting everything down completely. But you know that idea where you, where when you're a youngster and you've got an idea of like how this is about to happen and go down yeah. and all that stuff, and then something outside of your control derails pivot, yeah. it so yeah. much to the point where you're like, this is bigger than me. 
I don't know what I'm going to, you know, but you're going to ruin my senior year now, you know? So you think about some of the kids that didn't get their prom this year and all of that. Um, While I definitely can't relate to all of that, I can definitely relate to what it looks like when you have a dream, especially when you're with your friends and you're just getting to that age where you're taken away from you. Yeah. And and being at that age where like, we're about to hit our freedom kind of thing. We could do whatever we want. And then for something to just kind of like kibosh that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm just going to shamelessly plug my class of 2001, you know what I'm saying? I'm here, so we're going to stand up. And, um, and, but, 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 I, but I definitely can second your class and the camaraderie you had because our class, like, intertwined with a lot of got people from your class. I remember when we used to go to Denny's at, at night and yeah. have, our, have our restaurant nights and stuff like that's that. When, that's, when, that's when Ums taught me how to get lemonade for free. Oh, see, I, uh, said, I've, I've even said, heard that story. He said, he said, oh, you just asked him for a bunch of lemonades and extra sugar packets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and also, like you're saying, with the whole senior trip thing, like, yeah, from, from, from my knowledge, once I got into the high school, the whole senior trip was Rockin' Horse Ranch, and I'm like, Man, what is that? And, like, some people were like, so, so like, like, like our, our class, too, was like, yeah, we, we don't want to do no Rockin' Horse Ranch. So, so I, I always applaud the class of 2001 by the way that we acted and uh, what we were able to accomplish to even help the classes behind us have um, the trip that you had, because we ended up going to Virginia. You know, we went to Williamson, Virginia. It was only an overnight, and we went to Bush Gardens and stuff like that. They went for one day? Yeah, like, we went down there, and then, like, we slept over, and then we went to Bush Garden the next day, and then we came. It was like a weekend thing, and it was, like, right after prom. Like, once prom was over, we were on a bus at the high school oh, where people went. But it was like, like yeah, we laid the foundation. Like, no, you can take Beacon kids out of the state, you know, and they, 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 they can act right. I'm going to leave that alone for now. <laughs> but shout out to class of 2001. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it just... Good times. Just Good times. like that, yeah. <laughs> and, if, and if anybody wanted to talk about their class... This is your platform. Don't don't, 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 don't yeah. scared to come reach out and reach out, out to us and, and get on this beacon. Yeah, yeah. So I, I definitely think like nine eleven changed a lot of lives. I think like you know, um, whether you were personally impacted by someone that was lost in the towers that day or not, you it definitely changed who you were, right? Like Paul, like you were, you were in the military serving this country and I think for years after that right like I would say we're still in a space where that day is still impacting our country that's I always looked at it looked at it as the day for me where like the world really changed and like it was kind of even like with COVID too where it was like you knew things weren't going to be the same afterwards it was like that's how the world once was and now this is how it is yeah, yeah. So the only the the, the last piece that well, I'll touch be, on. Yeah, oh, before ahead. we go to that, um, I agree with you. I, I think I just think our country is in two different places. Because when nine eleven happened and 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 just how devastating it was, I do feel it brought this country together. I'm glad you. Okay, I'm glad there, you there, said there, yeah. There, 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 there was yeah. a lot of, there was unity, a lot of yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like, like you felt it. It was palpable. Cause, cause like you, you could yeah. feel that people were like together. Yeah. And trying and, and, to hold one another yeah. up. And yeah. and then and, 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 and then you started seeing more visible flags on houses and, they sold and out. houses. You know what I'm saying? Like flags yes, were hard yeah. to get. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And like people had that pride. Fast forward today with COVID and you know the protests that are going on, I'm not getting that same feeling. And I'm I'm like yo hold up. These are two situations that are devastating to this country. Yeah. We need to rebound from it. Today, I feel totally opposite than what I felt in 2001 when I was like, yo, no, we're going to get through this. Like, we're America strong. Like, we, we got this. Now it's like every state's divided. Well, 
we had New York's tough with this state. Yeah. Like, like, like the, the division. And then break it down even to in com- communities, you know. And then, and then the, the, the racial problems that, that, that I even see right now here in our, in our Hudson Valley area, you know. Um, we need to see a better tomorrow. That's the work that we do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also hope, you know, because I think, you know, when you look back to 9-11, I think the big thing that we would have said prior to what just has happened in COVID is that, you know, the reason why, because you would ask, like, why did everybody just galvanize around each other, right? I think, you know, yes, there is a terrorist attack on the U.S. soil, right? That's one thing. But, you know, people always talk about the amount of lives lost that day. But then you look at the amount of American lives we've just lost in the last few months yep. here. So it's like, you know, where's the disconnect? Yeah. yeah. So let's definitely look to that. And, you know, like, you know, they always say, you know, charity begins at home and it starts in your own backyard. Right. Like, so let's really challenge ourselves, you know, just here in Beacon, you know, starting in our own backyard. You know, let's challenge ourselves to really lift each other up during this time in whatever way that makes sense to you. As little as, you yeah. know, holding the door for somebody as little as. Hey, are you all right? Hey, can I help? Oh, I, you know, I, I saw this backpack thing. I just want to give it away. Like whatever that is, right? Like, let's really try to challenge ourselves to say, you know what? Despite what's going on nationally, despite what's going on, whatever, I'm gonna make sure that I'm doing my part. Yeah. To take care of my own backyard here. I yeah. agree with it, and, yeah. and, and I'm just gonna put it out there, and I don't want this to, to be too heavy of a topic or too heavy of a conversation right now. But um, one of the biggest differences that I've seen from then to today is the leadership that we have around in multiple areas you know so one one thing that people have even been holding me accountable to is 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 the leadership ability that i've shown in the past you know um so um i'm going to keep holding that accountability on on people who are identified as leaders also so yeah i'm let's challenge our community yeah. let's challenge each other just to be nice number one yeah and then number two if, if you are in a position of leadership let's start doing the right thing i don't care about the red thing the blue yeah. thing the black thing the white thing Let's just start doing the right thing. Well, all right. Can I ask you guys a question? Since we're here, since, sure. since we're here, can sure. we can we stay in this pocket for a little bit longer? Sure, sure. So we're right, here I, now. I think I think I think what you're saying is, is, is very is very true because like it, people are literally being asked to to take others into consideration and how they move and how they interact and how they do things. Like we are literally when when someone is is being asked to wear a mask, it's not for you. It is for the people around you. We are being. It is a sign that set, you know when I put my mask on, I think I respect you. Yes. I see you. Yes. And as a country, we need to really start thinking about that and not and, and stop thinking selfishly in regards to like how was this like taking away from me? Like right now, it's not about you, and this is for everything that's going on. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's a, it is about your neighbor. It's about your, 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 the person across the street. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need to change how we are approaching things across the board. Yeah. Across the board. If you want to tie it back to 9-11, uh, I've seen a few posts over the weekend that said, uh, I never want to relive 9-11 again, but I would certainly take some of uh, September 12th because of the camaraderie and the you know the way people were yeah. together yeah. Yeah. and the way people were just yeah. hugging their neighbor and opening those doors and yeah. you know charitable acts for yeah. the for, yeah. for the for the time to come we 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 do and I know it sounds corny but we do need that like we do need to like we are literally being asked to th- consider others before ourselves 
Like, and it's not the Bible's not asking us to do this. This isn't being written down in some sort of like spiritual thing. Like, this is like the physical, real world asking us to be considerate of, of other people. Yeah. And if we can't do that, then what the what, hell are we going? How are what, we going what, to survive? What, what is tomorrow going to look yeah, like? And yeah, yeah, and like just to piggyback on Brooke, like when she said when she puts on her mask. Yeah, when I put on my mask, I, I'm, I'm putting it on to let you know, like you know what. I'm going to be responsible for all of us. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. so just have yours on. Now, reg- regardless of the politics of things, of who won't wear it or or the, 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 the mask, they don't really save you if you think that there's... Yeah, all that is irrelevant. It is. All right. Because then my, argue, my question to that is, and then why do you wear clothes? You have to wear clothes, right? You can't just walk into a store, right? There's rules when you walk into a I, store. You have to wear T-shirts, you have to wear shoes, and you yes. have to wear shorts. Yeah. I'm just saying, if we're going to start being that ridiculous with Mm -hmm. a a mask, like, okay, guys, like, come on. Like, there's other things we can be putting our energies into other than this. But And then also a lot of things that... A point that you keep saying the way that I'm taking it when you're saying like we're being asked, we're being asked. Yeah, I think we as people are being asked to do things that we elect people to do certain things and they're not even doing it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you, you got leaders who, who will basically tell you not to wear a mask. So so it's like, hold on, like, how, how are we going to move forward? And I'm not a scientist. So, yeah, I don't know if the mask works or not, but I got a lot of common sense. I got a lot of street knowledge, you know, and my mask, your mask. Yeah, there's going to be less debris coming out of your mouth, coming out of my mouth. So there's some common sense about wearing it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a scientist. I don't know if I don't know if it works or not, but I'm going to do my part to try and be responsible to the situation we're in. And at bare minimum, it's going to make your neighbor or whoever you're walking by feel better. Yes. You know what I mean? Even if it doesn't work, it's going to make you feel better. And that's what that goes back to. It's not about me. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's about really this is this is a time, you know, similar to 9/11. This is a time where you've got to accept that this is bigger than you. And yeah. get into that space of acceptance and saying that, you know, in this, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to hold myself accountable for what I can do here, right? Because back to us saying that, you know, after 9-11, you kind of felt like, well, what can I do, right? Like, I'll go buy a flag for my front yard. I don't know. Like, you just want to do something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. This mask is your one thing. Do your one thing um, in terms of, you know, showing others that you care. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, put, let's, let's put it in perspective to this uh, podcast. Brandon set up this all this stuff, and what he do? He sprayed every mic. Sterilized everything. He didn't, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't spray just his mic. He sprayed my mic. He sprayed your mic. He sprayed Yog's mic yeah. because he's doing it for us. Yeah. And we appreciate that, Brandon. Thanks, oh, Brandon. Thanks, guys. I seen that <laughs> Lysol come out. I was like, thank you. Thanks, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't um, just touch a point on Beacon did actually lose a resident on 9-11 um, who worked in the t- one of the towers. Um, his name was Jupiter Yambin. And uh, so I just want to make sure that we let folks know. I know on, on, on 9-11 we did put a post up about him. There's a short little video you can hear a little bit about his, his work and and know a little bit about who he was as a person, um, but in short, he worked at one of the one of the famous restaurants that was inside one of the towers. Um, you know, he had a family. He had you know um, a, young, a young son at the time, and on that day, he didn't make it home. So you know, definitely think about him when you think about nine eleven. You know, yeah. it touched a lot of communities, including Beacon. Um, and you know, the other thing too is. If you are walking by Hammond Field, 
there is actually yeah, there's a, a memorial for him. Yeah, and, and there's a, actually a memorial where we call it Patriot Park, and the city actually does a 9-11 ceremony every year there. And um, they did, they've done it this year just like they've done it in prior years. And uh, Jupiter was mentioned, and um, if you're ever in the area, take a take a um, visit over to that park. That's what's one, one of the other things to do in Beacon. Yeah, and the other thing, too, I forgot to mention about Jupiter, um, true to Beaconite form, right? He's actually, um, he actually co-founded um, an association that really talked, that really was seeking for um, Indian families to promote and preserve their their culture, the Manipur culture. Um, so, you know, um, just, just, you know, in so many ways, we all do have that. We share that same energy of giving back, that same energy of, um, you know, culture and connectedness. And so um, just want to make sure we highlight that about um, uh, Jupiter and his life work. So, yeah, so I think that was that was that was a lot for a one weekend roundup, guys. Pretty good. Yeah. I like it. I like the way it flowed. Yeah, yeah. So what we'll do is we'll continue to keep you guys updated. You know, this is that this is that episode on in case you missed it, right? Yeah. <laughs> just so that just so that you guys, you know, you're you're aware of what's going on in the community. You know, we're we're small but mighty, like we always say. And there's always a lot of things going on. But you know, if you if you missed out, like no worries. That's what we're here for. And if you have something that you want to make sure that we talk about, we spotlight, we highlight, send it through on our Facebook page, or again, um, reach out to us on our website www.imbeacon.org so yeah sounds like a wrap wrap, guys that's it Um, before next weekend before we go is uh, anyone going to be watching the Patti LaBelle Gladys Knight versus tonight I'll be watching the football the rest of the day well yeah my Jets playing like Oh, they're on now. No, they're on. They're on TV now. God, I hope they're not losing. But uh, yeah, shout out to Patty Labelle and Gladys Knight. I'll be. I'll be there for that tonight. Yeah. You have been listening to This Is Beacon, a dynamic duo high five production, in association with I Am Beacon, a nonprofit organization. 